For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 273 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all future episodes. Apple Podcasts and Spotify video users, rate and review the show. And everyone, go follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. And hosting today's show is Ken Clark. All right, man. Welcome back to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. You know who it is. It's your main man, Ken Clark. We got Zoe Phillips. Yeah, Zoe, Zoe, Zoe Delorean on the show with us today. What's up, brother? What's going on, Superman King Clark? What it do, the <laughs> I Love family? Yeah, Tiger Nation. We got a special one today, man. We had yes, to sir. we had to put in a, a special request to get this person on the show. You know, this is you know, we so we so we so we say go talk. We got the three time, not not one, not two, but three time regular season swag champion, head basketball coach. Two-time tournament swag champion and women's basketball coach. We got none Certified other one. Coach Tamika Reed joining Tiger Talk today. Coach Reed, what's up? What's Hello. going on? Hello. How are y'all? What's going on? Man, we're great. We're great. We're great. First of all, thank you for coming on Tiger Talk with 1400 Club. I know you're not a stranger to the show, and but uh, I know you're getting getting ready to get this, this direct your season kicked off, and and we definitely appreciate you taking a little bit of time out to come. But we wanted to make sure we bring you to our our, our loyal listeners and subscribers that that tune in to us, and uh, they wanted to, they wanted to hear from you. They wanted to hear you talk about you know yourself, your team, kind of what the expectations, a little bit about last season, a whole lot of good stuff that we hope to get into today. But uh, none none other than just thank you, Coach. I appreciate you and uh, for coming on. Thank you, guys. Thank y'all for having me. Thank you for inviting me on. I look forward to this every year because when I talk to y'all, you get me excited for the season. You know, we yeah. don't get a chance to talk too much about our players early on because everybody's just, you know, waiting, anticipating. And so you give me a chance to kind of talk about what we have and what we've been doing so far. So thank you. Absolutely. So I know you guys just had Swag Media Day. Great interview, by the way. Um but what we want to do is we'll let you kind of take the same format. If you however you want to get started, we got some questions. We got some things we want to touch on, but definitely wanted to give you the mic to let you kind of open up and move however you choose. Awesome. Well, um, I'm just really excited, y'all. We had um, a really good summer workout this summer with our players. We brought everybody in for summer school and we didn't do a whole lot with basketball, it was just really important for us to gel and bring that chemistry. 
Um, and then once we got to August, we've been having some really good workouts for the team. Obviously, the water situation kind of hindered our workouts mm -hmm. a lot. Um, we were told that we couldn't do anything, but that was okay because, you know, getting through that moment, getting through that time was more important than anything. And I think that time brought us closer together. It's now a part of our story. And this is just a part of the challenge and where we're trying to get to. Um, I'm extremely excited in the players that we have returning in, you know, Keishana Luckett, Jaria Covington, um, mm. You know, Tilly Bowler has, has been doing has been doing really good for us. Deja Woodard, I'm excited about her. You know, some of our you know our freshmen that we are bringing back that are now sophomores have grown tremendously. So I'm, I'm really excited about our core. You know, we lost mm -hmm. a lot in Amisha Williams Holiday. We lost a lot in losing Rogan, um, but. You know, like I told the team, we're not trying to duplicate or imitate those players. You know, we we want you to be great in your own right uh, and, and bring bring to the team what you bring to the team. And as a coach, I'm going to put you in a position to be successful. I'm excited about my staff and the recruiting class that we were able to bring in um, and, you know, being able to fill those voids in some of those areas that we'll be lacking with losing two dynamic players. Um but we've been working extremely hard. We've been putting in our system. We've already put in about 15 plays. We got 215 mm. plays put in. Um, but uh, nevertheless, this has to be one of the most talented teams I've ever coached as a coach in my entire coaching career as an assistant and head coach. Just putting it together is our challenge right now. Well, look, I was going to ask you, since you mentioned uh... – about you guys putting in the 15th play so far. I was going to ask you with this team, since you have a, a veteran team coming back, knowing that you've had the success that you've had, do you project to have any type of upcoming uh, offensive or, or defensive strategy? Like, do you plan on changing any of your teams? Or are you pretty much going to stay pat as you have been in the past? Well, um, the only thing that we may change is our play calls. I hadn't done that in years. And so we may change our play calls, but – I recruit players to fit my system. I recruit players to fit who I am. I recruit players to fit what I want to do defensively and offensively. And I'm just excited that now we have players that are in that fit my system that are at that caliber uh, talent where we can go and be competitive and win some of those big games. So we won't change a whole lot. These, you know, my, my vision and what I've saw for this team, even when we didn't have the players, I was still putting in my, my vision and my system. Now we truly have those players, you know, back to the basket post players, true back mm. to the basket post players and Daphne white, you, um, mm. you know, a stretch four player who's six, five, six, six, who can handle the ball like a guard in Angel Jackson, who can shoot the outside shot, who can play with her back to the basket. She is a true McDonald All-American Jordan brand player. I mean, she show you every day who she is. Um, and having big guards, 6'1", 6'2", and, and Maya mm. Crump and Liz Martino, those players fit my system. Yeah, so that's 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 important. I mean, when you think when you look at the recruiting class, I, I, I was my next question really was going to be centered around building on what you you know the success you had last season and, and kind of where you went from there. So, do you feel like this team, um, if you can kind of expand a little bit more? Because I mean, when we go back and watch the 2022, uh, 2021, 2022 uh, women's uh, basketball team, 
we know it, like you said, it was heavy on the Misha Williams holiday, heavy on uh, Deja Rogan. So uh, speak a little bit more about the identity of this team and kind of how you are going to expand and not just lean more on uh, those two players. And, and, and you can mention whichever players uh, may fit. I know you mentioned Daphne because that was a question mark I had. I remember seeing her come, but I was like, where she go? Is she with the program? It was always like kind of question mark. So when we watched the uh, Swag Media Day and you kind of expanded a little bit on that, I'm like, oh, man, this is even better. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you can kind of give a little bit more meat on kind of direction, um, I would say roster makeup in the direction of how you want to go away from the two players that you touched on. Well, last year, you know, we had a, another a, a challenge as well. And the challenge last year was to get everybody to, everybody to buy into their role. Although you mm-hmm. make them bring more to the table, in order for this to work, I need you to buy in the specifics of your role. So when I say that, I, I mean this in terms of Amisha Williams and Deja Rogan. You had two players that had led us who were player of the year, defensive player of the year. And you had mm-hmm. a Maya Crump. You had a Keyshawn Luckett. You had a Tilly Bowler who had to come down some and shrink their role so that those two can continue to stay, you know, where we needed them to be Um, and not shrink their roles to where they they weren't important, but to shrink their roles to where it all fit. Okay. So now what you're looking at, Amisha Williams averaging 17 points a game, Deja Rogan averaging 14 and Amaya Crump averaging eight or 10. She was feeding Amisha. She was feeding Rogan when she could have been scoring the whole time. So now the tables have flipped. We don't have the Amisha and Rogan's points. So now you have players whose roles were, you know, compressed a little bit. Now you can expand those roles. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about more playing time, which is going to get more efficiency, which is going to bring more points and more rebounds. And so I'm really excited about that to see us make that type of transition. Um, you know, you got – you, you got Daphne White on the inside who is a walking double double in, in junior college. She was a, you know, she, she was a, a outstanding player when she played, you know, for Mississippi state and played for university of Houston. Um, and, and today she's a totally different player than she were, was at those two institutions. She's so much better, so much more confident. And so I'm excited about our inside post game on the inside You'll have Daphne White. You'll have uh, Angel Jackson, Deja Woodard, LaMiracle Sims, who's a little bit smaller mm-hmm. than statue, but she's tough. She's, 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 she's tough, got, yes. Yeah, she's a bulldog. She's got a big yeah. heart, tough heart. You know, she's mean around that basket. And then you also have a freshman that we don't talk about, Layla Walker. She's mm-hmm. She's every bit of 6'5", and she don't buy down to anybody around that block in practice. And so we've never had a freshman of the year. And so it's going to be up to her, Haley Breland, and Shalomar Sanders to see who's going to bring in that freshman of the year for us. Um, but from our guard perspective, um, man, I mean, you know, Keishana Lucky, who's a vet, Jaria Covington, who helped lead us to three championships as well. Yeah. And then you have Tilly Bowler, who's who has grown. 
Tilly may be 6162 now. And I mean, she has been unstoppable in practice. And wow. so I didn't talk a whole lot about her in the Swag Media Day because I wanted to leave something to the, you know, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted some secret weapons. I didn't want you to prepare with for everybody. But, you know, I know all my players are going to listen to you guys. So I got to make sure I get them all props because as soon as you post, they're going to be resharing it. Um, hey, I mean to cut you off, but tell them we coming for them now. We coming yeah. for them. We got, we got, we got some names listed, and we, we definitely gonna do our part. And I didn't mean to cut you off. We definitely gonna do our part to, to do more uh, coverage of our women's basketball team. And so our listeners and those that follow Tiger Talk get to know the personality. You got some, I would say, some very, very bright personalities on your team. If you follow that social media, I mean, oh my goodness. And I, the list goes on and on. And I've definitely followed a lot of them. And I mean, just just great content, great personalities, and I'm like, man, this team looks like they fun, they 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 tight, they have a good time, they look good, you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's a whole lot into that, but I didn't mean to, you know, cut you off. Yeah, no, you're okay. We do have a very uh, charismatic team, but uh, and they love to TikTok and dance. But Elizabeth Martino, um, she has oh, yeah. just come alive, you know. She is looking really good. She's another big guard, another confident guard a top guard in her in her state coming out of high school, playing at Rutgers, getting that confidence and experience um, mm -hmm. on the floor. She just brings that, that she brings that, um, that confidence to our level. And that's what you have to have. You have to have players who are not afraid to suit up against anybody. And that's what our transfers bring to the table um, in, in that regard. So I'm, I'm extremely excited. Maya Crump is working hard. You know, she hadn't really been on the floor a whole lot uh, with a little nagging ankle injury. But, you know, what people don't understand is Maya played her best basketball when she coming off injuries. Against LSU, she was out the entire week, did not practice, but yeah. showed up at LSU and had 20 points. So, you know, she had a concussion. She had a concussion that she had gotten in the, the SWAC, uh, I'm going to say semifinals. And so, you know, that was a struggle for her. So I'm not worried about the time she's missing because she's going hard in her rehab. I just want her to completely uh, fulfill her rehab to, so she can come back strong for the program. But, you know, I, I think that we have a lot of depth to the team, which is what we need to be able to compete outside the conference. Well, Coach, I got to tell you, with all this uh, great recruiting, this star power, and this, this influx of youthful talent, you almost sound like you got a coach prior problem. It sounds like practice is going to be the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, told, we told the players um, Friday at official practice, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable with starting any of you because all of you are just that good. But yeah. if you want to be in my starting lineup, show me in practice. So when I said that, oh, my goodness, they're competing. I mean, they're going nose to nose, head to head. I mean, talking noise. I mean, practice is so exciting. And so I told them we're going to keep finding our starters until we get to our first scrimmage, which is October the 29th versus Stephen F. Austin. You know, and we, we want to find us a five. That's a 19 practice days. We have 19 days before we practice, before we scrimmage Stephen F. Austin. So it's a good problem to have. Now, that game against Stephen F. Austin, that's going to be at the AAC, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, that's uh, so for those that will be tuned in, great week. I mean, you're looking at – I mentioned this to Coach Mo. I think he said the same thing. They're going to be scrimmaging uh, Tuskegee on the, the men's team. What's important for our JSU Tiger supporters and fans, we got to pack the AAC out. We got we got yeah, the best yeah. program in all of 
Jackson is a basketball city. We all from Jackson, you know. Uh, Murrow, we got somebody on the, on the thing that's from Callaway. We ain't worried about that, but <laughs> you know what I mean. But nevertheless, my point is, homecoming October twenty second with football. A lot of our fans are talking about staying home. Those of us that don't live in the city anymore to to get to that Southern game. So it's a great idea. We want everybody in the AAC for that for that for that for both of those games, you know. So, um, but I kind of want to segue into something uh, that you did touch on. You had a chance to go into the NCAA uh, women's basketball tournament. Great, great showing. I'm, you know, I'm watching it. For, I was in the middle of doing something. I'm watching it from a phone. I had to just pull over to the side of the road and just watch it. And I was losing my mind. We went up by 10. I'm like, oh, my goodness, we're going to do it. We're about to do it. And, I, you know, we, we know how it eventually ended. And the, the infamous quote that you gave at the press conference, I want you to talk about that. Talk about we got to continue to do what? Kick those, tear those walls down. And uh, if you can just kind of speak to uh, your mindset and, and what you went through, um, how the team dealt with it and, and, and what it did for you from a coaching standpoint. You don't have to tell us what Marcus said, which was the year, all that good stuff. But we want to talk about what you spoke on in the post conference after that tournament loss. Well, you know, in the locker room, our players were in tears. I mean, their heads were down. Um, as a coach, it was just a really tough feeling to go in and experience, you know, that. And and I just asked the Lord to give me the words to to heal, to build, and to to give us something to help restore, you know, because I don't I don't really care. At the end of the day, the NCAA tournament does not identify who we are. The, the NCAA tournament is 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 a, a and another outlet to go and to do great things, but it does not identify who we are. It does not diminish that we were SWAC champions. It does not yeah. take away that. And so I want our players to walk out with their heads high. And so they were saying we were cheated. They were so upset. And I said, you know what? At the end of the day, we're not going to walk out here and say we were cheated. We're going to walk out here and say factors play into what just happened. You have to understand we we made mistakes. You have to understand we missed valuable shots. We missed free throws. We yeah. drew up the perfect play at the end and we missed. You have to understand that. We missed assignments. You have to understand that. The rest that happened into in that game, people saw it. You don't have to talk about it. Everybody saw it. So what you have to come back and do is demand respect. Knock the walls down. You were knocking this year. You were knocking. Now it's time to come back and knock it down. Yep. We're going to put pieces around you to be successful. We're going to do all we have to do to get you prepared. You know what it's like. You know what it feels like. Now you got to come knock it down. You got to be undeniable. You got to be unstoppable. You cannot let anybody, you cannot leave any room for any error for anybody to determine the outcome of a game. You got to be in total mm-hmm. And so that was my message to my players. And they understood it. They understand the assignment. They understand the vision. They understand what we are supposed to do this year. And every day in practice, when we don't call fouls, they pout and they get upset. And I tell them, you're not going to get that foul in preseason. Mm. I do think on another level, I will say this, that we have garnished more respect from our peers, from other coaches, and from officials. I believe that when we step on the floor to compete this year, we're going to get some respect and some calls. I do believe that. We just got to come and play hard and not expect it. Because if it, if we, yeah. if it doesn't happen, it's okay. 
That's what we're fighting for. We're fighting for equality. We're fighting for respect. We're fighting for even playing grounds. We're fighting for fairness. It's a mm -hmm. new day and a new time. If anybody can do it for an HBCU community, it is us at Jackson State Women's Basketball. So that's my message to my players, and that's what we want to carry out as we go into the preseason. I got to tell you, even in your answer right now, after that game, you're always coaching. Your answer even then was coaching. You know what I mean? And even going after the season, going to the offseason, because we watch you. We're bullish on this team. and We're bullish on you. So even every interview after the season was over, you're coaching. I don't think, I don't think people really uh, realize that. So to, to add on to that, how you mentioned with HBCUs and the circle that we're in, how we have to knock down those walls. Well, the thing is, which elaborates to your success is you're always coaching. Not on the hardwood, not on the floor, but after the game is over, in the offseason. Even now, we're asking you a question right now. You're answering what happened, but even in your answer just then, it's almost like you're talking to your team right now and you're coaching. So it actually speaks to why you have the success that you have. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. It's important. We And I tell my coaches, don't turn this thing off. We, we It's not even about us at this point. I came back to Jackson State. I was offered a job that was paying me twice, triple my salary. Wow. It ain't about that. My coaches were going to be making six figures, all three, at the job that was offered. It's not about that. The, the, it's bigger than that at this point. We, we, it's bigger than that. I have never done this for money. If you ask me, I have never made what I was worth. But I ain't never done it for money, so it doesn't matter. It's bigger than that. And now it's the time to get it done. I tell my players all the time, you got to trust the process. You got to trust the process. You know? It's not going to be easy, but you have to trust it. Not always, like you said, I keep this coaching hat on. I'm telling you, you have to. Yeah. So. You know, I, I wouldn't, I, I think I speak for everybody when I say um, we're happy that you decided to stay. I think when you say Thanks. it is, and you know, this Tiger Talk, we, we ain't sugarcoat nothing. We, we, we like it raw and we like it, we like it real just like that. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you. That was my, that was my, uh, my way of saying, we appreciate you, Coach, for real. Absolutely, now. and we and and I and I feel that I feel the love. I feel, you know, um, just man, everything I ever hoped for has been happening. You know, to 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 have to receive that love in in the state in our city. You know, I see it, I feel it. My players see yeah. it and feel it. You know, and, and giving us this platform to talk and and share and and to you know bring, ask people to continue to support us. You know, if it's buying fruit to fill our refrigerator that we're trying to get a nutrition room for our players. If you know, we can get one person to say, I'll fill your keep your refrigerator stock with fruit and Gatorade for this month. That's huge. You know, that's what it's about. It's about taking mm. small steps, small steps. We're gonna eventually get there, but we're gonna do it together. And I want right. you guys to know, I want our tiger family to know I'm locked in with you. We, you know, I'm locked in. People can say whatever they want to say. I'm locked in, and we're going to get this thing done and, and just and, and continue to work together and have fun doing it. Well, I'll say this, and I mean, it's definitely your foot, though. I just think that was a that was, that was was a summoning from Coach Tamika Reed letting us know that whatever she needs, whatever the program needs, Tiger Nation, we're going to make sure she got that. We're going to make sure they got that. It ain't just a um, – I know we put a lot of energy. It's still football season. I know we – put a lot of energy behind football, but we got the best women's basketball program in the nation, right in 
1,400 yes. GR Lynch right in Jackson, Mississippi. And we gotta we gotta take care of our own. So I, I appreciate you for saying that. We're gonna we're gonna move into a couple other things I definitely want to touch on. One of those things being for the second year in a row, you got a, 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 a I would say I want to say I was an FBS, but I want to say a Power Five program that's gonna be coming to Jackson to play us at the AAC. I know we had a couple seasons ago was a coach Vic Safer when he was at Mississippi State. He's now at UT, and I know you have a great relationship with him. I mean, speak to us about uh, your, your relationship with him because I know when we went to uh, Austin last year to play at UT, he kind of came over and had some words for the team. And now he's going to – it looks like he's paying, you know, uh, paying it forward and bringing the UT. And we know how the UT women's basketball program is. To bring them to Jackson is monumental. So if you can kind of speak to that and what you would expect from us as a base, um, go ahead and put that out there for us. Yeah, um, Coach Vic Schaefer, I have a lot of respect for him. When he first took the job at, at Mississippi State, I was coaching at Southern Miss. And I told, I can remember telling the coaching staff at Southern Miss, this guy is about to turn this program around. And I think within a year or two years, he had taken Mississippi State to the national tournament. And so mm-hmm. um, I have a lot of respect for him. I have a lot of respect for how he did it, you know, the you know the work he put in to get to where he is. And um He's one of the few coaches who, when I didn't have a name, he still respected me. You know, before I was even a, a head coach, he respected me as an assistant coach. We had a relationship. We talked all the time. You know, it was a point where I was almost hired on his staff because I had one of the biggest players in the state of Mississippi. Um, you know, I was recruiting her. And, and she said, Coach, if you go to Mississippi State, I'm going with you. So he, you know, we have that relationship with each other that goes way back to when I was an assistant coach. And I'm just thankful that when I became a head coach, he understands what it takes to continue to take our level to another level and to bring power fives on our campus and in our gym. It says a lot. It speaks volumes about who he is um, and his program. You know, when we played them at Texas last year, you know, he said, oh, my God, coach. He said, man, y'all are good. He said, I I don't know if I want to come to Mississippi now behind that. You know, he said he looked at me, he shook my hand. He said, but I'm going to honor my word. And I'm thankful that he kept his word to come over to play us. Um, And I think it's going to be a great experience for our fans, you know, our um, team, you know, our students, the ones who will be will be on campus. I think it'll be a great experience. Um, The only challenge that we have is that it's a December 14th game. School will be out at Jackson State. So we are asking everybody, all of our fans, if you could take off to come in and fill the stands. They help us and cheer us on versus a good Texas team. This is a national ranked team. They will be nationally ranked when the polls come out. This is a team who went deep in the tournament last year. And so, you know, we we we, we uh, have a chance to be extremely competitive in this game, but we need support. We need fans in the stands. We are trying to make this a day game because our men team plays that night at 530 versus Mississippi State. So we're trying to make this a day game where around 11 to 12 o'clock so we can bring Mm. in students and make it a a student day to bring in local JPS students, you know, me being a product of JPS, um, Terry, the local, you know, school. So we're talking to the superintendents to bring them in. So we can get them full, full, get gym full with students. They all have JSU pom-poms and get our fans in. I think it'll be a great showing, but we really need everybody's support December 14th. Well, I'll tell you what, speaking of the Texas uh, game last year, knowing that, you know, we 
we uh we battled and we lost, you know, 78-64. But, you know, I was always mentioning the game against Arkansas, a game that we really, really should have won, that we had in the bag, that we – Amisha really outplayed their best player, and we lost by four points going down the stretch. And I wanted to mention that because when you look at the year, the year prior to last season, segueing into last year, the thing that I see more than anything, even with the success, is the growth from year to year. And even uh, with the with the game at LSU, and it was like we went up another plateau, segueing into this year, knowing that, you know, we've lost Amisha, knowing that we've lost Deja Rogan, but yet there is no panic because, again, of the recruiting that you've done. It speaks to the consistency, also the perception of the women's basketball program. So now it almost feels like a – I hate to even use this. I almost feel like a, a, a Gonzaga feel. And I, I use it all the time because they're a great mid-major. But it feels like we're segueing now to take another jump to to go up to another plateau. And it also speaks to Texas coming in on campus because um, I know right now you have a 67% winning percentage. But guess what? You know, what ties into that is the fact that you've had great success. But Texas coming, I know people like to look at money games, but I don't look at it that way in basketball. It's a great opportunity. Uh, because I know people automatically think that we'll possibly lose, but it's basketball is a one-off. We could, what if we win that game? You know what I'm saying? And, and you're talking about non-conference game, great opponent, and we have the goods in-house to win that game. And so, you know, we don't we don't worry about the at Jackson State. Like most say, we're Jackson State. We're Division One. We're not at FCS. There is no barrier. There is no separation. And we show that multiple times against Power 5 schools. We, it wasn't just LSU. Like I stated, it was Texas. It was Arkansas. It was LSU. And we were competitive and had a chance to win all three games. So now you have that opportunity on campus now, not at Baton Rouge, and we possibly win that game. And if we do, that goes to what you mentioned earlier. That's another door knockdown, another wall to knock down, I should, I should say. And then we mosey on through the uh, non-conference season. So I just feel the growth, and we're still evolving and growing even more into the season. Yeah, thank you. Um, I didn't think that we could evolve or grow anymore. I thought we had reached the ceiling. And when I saw this team come in, I was like, whoa, we are still growing. We are still getting better. We There is still so much more to do. And it's just been unbelievable. I, I'm just so thankful um, in these opportunities and, 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 and you know what, where we can go from here. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.